Welcome to the What's Interrupting Your Life podcast, the place where you don't have to be a big girl to share your experience with interruptions. Wendy and I are all about having open conversations with women about how they have become uninterrupted in their mindset, intimacy, and business, or are on their path to becoming uninterrupted. We were both teen moms who have gone from growing up in community housing in Toronto to having successful jobs in the education and social service sector to now being the CEO of Big Girl Interrupted, where we are on a mission to help women become uninterrupted and learn to stand in their true, authentic power. Join us every Friday as we celebrate a new big girl story that will empower you to see that you are not alone. We are all about supporting each other. So let's share this big girl story of transformation with other big girls by screenshotting our podcast cover and sharing it on IG. We would love if you tag Big Girl Interrupted so we can tag you back. Okay, big girls, let's kick off this week's episode. This week on What's Interrupting Your Life, we have the unique pleasure to chat with Katrina Seville. Katrina is a brilliant woman who is making her name in the world of writing for TV, her own movies. Listen in as she chats about how she deals with the interruptions in her life and how she's dealing with the interruptions of COVID. Hello, my name's Katrina. Um, I mean, I feel like over the past year, it's been a real reckoning about how you identify yourself, you know, whether it's with your occupation, which maybe you lost, or maybe it's, uh, you know, with volunteering, which maybe you can't do anymore because of lockdown, or you know what I mean? So I feel like we'll get into this, but I feel like right now I'm in the process of sort of you know, re-identifying myself and how to introduce myself. Um, so I'm going to, I'm just going to go with, my name's Katrina. Perfect. That And you know what? I think you're right. I think a lot of people can probably feel like they've lost a little bit of their identity because we were in the solo of the swing of life and how it went. And then we got thrown this huge curveball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I really feel like it's been interesting as far as from, you know, last March to now, many things and, you know, they're still there, obviously, but many things I sort of really identified with have been like totally sort of stripped away in a, mm. in a lot of ways, you know, like even with um, like with work, I am a screenwriter um, and a director for film and television. Um, and I've been on a show for the past, um, and it got canceled. Um, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, like this year, um, that it got canceled. And then so, you know, there 
it's part of my industry. It is a freelance based, you know, contract by contract kind of industry. So it's not that it's, it's that uncommon, you know, for something like that to happen and for you to be in between gigs. But you know, there was a sense of like family that I had with that show and as a gig for, you know, four years or so is, you know, kind of, you can get you can get like, you can feel grounded in that when really there is no everything is groundlessness in film and TV. So right. there was there's that. So um, and then I lived in the same apartment for 16 years and I got evicted last August <laughs> because the family decided to um, and they're a lovely family. They were, you know, they lived on the main floor of the family, but decided to turn it into um, a single family home. Mm. Um, and so, you know, and there was a part of my identity with that apartment because, and it was like very cute and it was my little nest and I'd done so much growing in that apartment and like all my friends had seen me grow up you know more or less within that apartment so saying goodbye to that apartment as well was saying i felt like to a piece of me and to like a huge chapter in my life um i was (laughs) single last year i am now you know in a partnership with someone and living together um which is which is a beautiful change but it's nonetheless it's like another identity change from going from being single and completely just career driven and you know into there's a lot more time on my hands you know being in love with somebody sharing a space with someone so yeah man it's uh and then then obviously Arabon house you know i haven't been able to go and volunteer there because of, you know, the restrictions and the lockdowns and, you know, in general, sense of community has completely shifted. So Mm -hmm. when you talk about interruptions, I feel like those are definitely, you know, the good and the bad all interruptions into not only just my day-to-day life, but like my sense of like (laughs) self. Yeah. Right. Wow. Oh, it's, I have needed to call you for a long time because there's a lot to catch up on. <laughs> and we're going to do it all here in the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So um, losing, I mean, I, I think a lot of people will identify with the losing of your employment. Mm-hmm. right that is uh that's huge where are you that with that now is that still are you still yeah so it, you know I just found out like probably about a month ago and as it goes you never know from season to season you always find out at the last minute if a show gets picked up for another season um right. I think we just had maybe a bit more um assurance because it was you know the ratings were good um all signs pointed to another season, I guess. So it was like weird to sort of have that rug pulled out from underneath me um, and for everybody else, you know, the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, having said that, um, it it is a part of what I signed up for as, you know, an artist, a freelance writer, you know, director. So right now I am working on some of my own projects, which I didn't have the time to really you know, work on while we, I, I was shooting up until, I was working up until January, um, during COVID, during the lockdowns, which was, you know, anxiety all in itself. But yeah, so, 
Yeah, now I'm trying as hard as I can, but it is a process for me to be just grateful for the time I have to, and the quiet time I have to, to you know, work on my on my own stuff. But but it's not, you know, it's like I'm never as productive as I want to be ever. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah, and then obviously, you know, waiting for the opportunity of you know another gig to come up, which. You know, I, I've been in the industry long enough that I know something always does come up. It's just you have no control of when, you know. So that's the mm. I, I live with it when, the, especially in the in between moments. You know, you live with a lot of uncertainty, which I think everyone can relate to at this point in the game. For sure. So are we gonna? So my next question is would would be jumping into you know what our show is all about was what was mm. or is interrupting your life. So if you had to pick. Do, do, can we pick one thing that you want to to focus on? Yeah, sure. I mean, <clears throat> I think in a less sort of, you know, in more of a, um, I don't know what to call it, but like, you know, the spiritual sense it is maybe, you know, what interrupts me the most um, is probably not trusting in the process enough or in the universe or, um, and then letting the choke me in a way you know where the anxiety can like really you can like it's really easy to fall down like a dark rabbit hole if you don't grab hold you know and keep mm -hmm. still and grounded and learn to like live with the questions um, mm -hmm. and be okay with um you know, because I do have a, um, you know, there's a certain amount of like control, like control freak, maybe you don't like to use that word, recovery, <laughs> but, you know, where I'm like a planner and a go-getter and I, you know, I'm like, okay, well, what do I do now? You know, whereas sometimes the answer is just to be okay that there's not an answer, you know? Right. So being tossed into that unknown, into the depths of, holy crap, what's going to, where my, where's my life going now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And really, yeah. like, I really have no idea. It's like I could end up a show in two months from now that's filming up north or, you know, it could be in the winter, uh, you know, in Budapest or like, I don't know. Like, it's just, right. it's like, right. yeah. So so when you're in that, so that's, that's anxiety provoking for mm -hmm. sure. I mean, when we don't have, when we're not, when we, you're constantly living in the gray zone. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. How yeah. do you deal with that anxiety? What is, what is it? What, what, uh, um, I try, you know, and it's, I find it more difficult right now, but, um, rituals I feel like are important to keep up with. Like when, especially when you're, you don't have anywhere to be when coffee shops were open that's those were sort of my safe havens <laughs> those were my where you know I would pretend that I would sort of get up and I take more time in the morning obviously I'm not rushing off to work like when I'm running to set um so I'd have more time in the morning for me more you know whatever your you know my ritual is usually you know coffee some exercise or movement maybe not maybe you know read the paper of the coffee or something like that and then go to the coffee shop where i would not or try my hardest not to turn on the internet and just like you know be in the, the buzzing presence of other people um right. and trying to get work done you know for four or five hours and then you know so it was 
it was like this, at least this ritual that I could get into. And I try very hard to get into these rituals so kind of during lockdown and, you know, stuck in our condo. But like, it's, I find it way more difficult to like, um, get a schedule, a keep a schedule anyways. You know, I could have like yeah. two, two good, three day, three good days in a row. And then it like all falls. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people will resonate with that. Myself yeah, included. Yeah. yeah. Myself included. Um, so are you in terms of dealing with that now? Like, are you you mm -hmm. recognize that that's a great thing? You know, when knowledge is power, when we see what's happening, yeah. we can we can try to pivot a little bit. Just like, I mean, all this is kind of new to you. You just kind of figured out that this isn't happening for you anymore. Mm -hmm. So are you going to go, what, what's going to, what are you going to, what's going to happen now? What are you going to move on to? How are you going to manage this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll say that um, it's a great thing that it's like nice out. I do feel like, you know, mm. the weather helps me. I don't know that I like drastically have seasonal depression, but like, I feel like maybe I do, you know, or, or right. I definitely go into like a bit more of like a cocoon or like hibernation during the winter months so um spring and like summer being close it is easier for me to you know get up a bit earlier at least and just try you know I, I think the biggest thing for me that I'm noticing and even though I hate to admit it it's like you know, I gotta just turn, like, literally turn off my phone and unplug oh. my internet to like get some some stuff done because it's like so easy for me to lose. You know, oh. you know, you click, you go, you go to click, like, especially if I'm writing. I had to get into the habit of like, um, you know, what sometimes you come across things where you just need to look something up quickly. Like, I can't think of it. if you want to name a character. Um, you know, some type of ethnic name and you're like, okay, I'm just going to go look at this for, for up these names or something like that. And then, um, you can get lost in the internet for like, you know, an hour, just like looking at yeah. something. And so, so I have to be, I have to like be like really strict about myself. So then I started just writing down the questions that I come across in the scripts that I maybe want to look up or some historical event and, you know, just little things like that. I'm like, okay, I got to like not, I have to do all this at the end and just be okay with like putting in brackets like TK, 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 which is like our writers, like I'll figure it out later, you know? Right. So it's a, it's a little bit of a head planning, making, yeah. going in with the game plan of, I know that the internet <laughs> yeah. is not the best place for me to be hanging out right now. And I feel that because I'm, I'm into TikTok and let me tell you. Yeah. yeah you lost <laughs> You call it the rabbit hole, right? You just yeah. go and it's, yeah. Um, so your life has had a lot of changes in the oh, last yeah. year and a bit. Yeah. What is what is what is your favorite change that's happened since this year? Oh, probably um, partnering up with somebody. You know, um, in the you know in the midst of this, and um, you know, I think it it was it was the timing of what had happened because we had met last year during you know the start of all of this and the thick of it um, and I think in a in a weird way it let me not that I wasn't um pursuing relationships before I feel like I always tried to make time for them anyways but 
I feel like there was just more time to like lay out a foundation with somebody. And also I think because everything was sort of, and he went through, you know, his own journey through all of this too, for, for different reasons. And I think, you know, when you first start dating someone there, you can, there's a lot of hiding that can happen subconsciously, you know, behind mm-hmm. schedule and work and going out. And this is my, my fancy life. And, and I think, you know, the two of us were sort of stripped away from, from all of that. And there was just a lot more realness. So Right. So I think that, yeah, there, we were able to build like a strong, you know, friendship and romantic relationship. And so that, that's been a positive, a positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we were really. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, that is um, something to really think about because I know, you know, during this time we really tend to focus on what it's taking from us. Mm-hmm. And um, Hazel and I, this is a theme that we talk about often. And that's, you know, we've been given the gift of time, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and 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 it is the way you think about things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, nobody had the time to slow down for yeah. years, for yeah. years and years and years. Yeah. And uh, maybe we don't like it that much, but it's given people time to focus on themselves. It's given people time to change direction. Yeah. So that's a great point. And yeah. it's a great point because you're right. You probably wouldn't have had the time to really cut out all the crap and just yeah. say, okay, who are I got to look at you for the next 24 hours a day. Yeah, I, know. I, know. <laughs> I know. It's really true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just a lot. There, there was just deeper conversations, I feel going around in all facets, you know, with my friends, with my family. Um, there was a lot, everyone was digging a bit deeper, you know? Um, mm. And in, in a sense of like, just not COVID, but like the civil rights movement, like like everything mm. happened last year. Like it, there was a lot of reckoning for a lot of different reasons. Um, yes. A lot of it was spawned from, from COVID, you know, a lot of like, inequalities were recognized um that maybe maybe there wouldn't have been such a reckoning with you know a lot of things um so yeah i think there mm-hmm. that, that's something else too i think that um i try and again like should be doing it every day want to but don't but like you know the the art and the practice of gratitude um consistently i think is very powerful I agree. I agree. Actually, you know, that we're, that we're having this conversation, pardon me. It actually makes me think of doing a whole podcast or talk or something about what are we thankful to COVID for? Mm, Like what, what, because we so are focused on the negative and what, and like I said, what it takes from us, but there's so much that it's given us as well. I mean, it's a horrible, horrible, horrible thing. And I, you know, we are all living kind of half in fear, half in anger, but there's a whole lot of happiness that happened in between there. <laughs> there is. No, I think yeah. there is. I know it's like maybe some people are reluctant to speak of those times um, because of all the, the, you know, other horrors that other people are facing or, you know, maybe they mm-hmm. lost loved ones to COVID or something, but I, but I still don't think it should take away from everything we've learned and everything, you know, we've kind of welcomed in a positive sense too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I like that. So 
Miss Katrina, what are your next? Sorry, oh, Wendy, just interject. Catalina saying yes, she agrees on a hundred percent. We just have some mm -hmm. comments. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, my eyes, my old eyes don't see those things sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are your next moves, Katrina? Mm -hmm. Well, you know. I mean, are we talking in like just any kind of sense or like however, whatever you think? Well, okay, so let's what are your next moves in your career? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm really I really want to concentrate on because as you know, I've been it's what's called um, in my industry like a staff writer. So it's you know, you work on other people's shows and your job is sort of to write in what's called their voice and and that and I love that and I love I've loved all the shows I've worked on and learned so much but I really want to sort of take the next steps to try and create my own shows and you know I've done that a little bit on and off you know over the years but would like to put more you know thought and energy into creating some original material um right yeah um and what are your next moves in your in 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 this new relationship are you just gonna do you guys have plans in the to, yeah. to get married i don't know about i think eventually marriage but um that's never been something you know my parents they got married you know when i i think i was six um and then also the same my sister my younger sister um has two kids and has been with her partner for 10 years so marriage was never something like super instilled upon me and, and like i never was one of those women who like dreamed of their wedding day or anything like that strangely enough right. and it's not that i'm opposed to, to it or like celebrating your love or anything like that but i think probably you know looking you know at starting a family maybe it would come first for me um right so yeah, that's how I get it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know if I should. I, I just wanted to give a shout out to one of the pieces of work that you've done, and I hope that that's okay. Of course. Um, and that was uh, I beat up my rapist. Yes, and you guys that came was... out to to see it at the Canadian Film Festival. So thank you for that. So sweet. Yes, and it was fantastic. Um, I'm not sure I, I, I should have checked this with you before I wasn't sure if I, I didn't even, until we got in here to here I wasn't sure I was like oh I, I don't know if I can ask her about those things so oh, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah no always happy to talk about yeah project. you know and that's something that was definitely a passion project for me and um, more in my original voice it was an adapted story but um, mm -hmm. you know I adapted it without having higher ups and networks and studios like giving me notes which always end up you know um changing up the uh maybe the story a bit or things like that um so right. it really did feel like i was able to um you know birth something in a sort of sense that that was you know more in my voice specifically Right. I think it's an interesting thing because I think, you know, people that aren't in that industry wouldn't understand. Like, uh, you know, when I think about somebody writing a TV show or something, mm -hmm. I just figure, you know, you all sit in a, a in a round room and you all kind of write or I, I didn't even yeah. really know until I thought about until I met you and yeah. that, you know, whatever you write is just greatness. And, you know, maybe it gets mm -hmm. edited a little bit, but I didn't I never thought of it in terms of um 
how uh, you could feel sometimes like something's being taken away from you. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. Of course, but. and it's something you you get used to as, and you have to develop a certain type of process to go about it. I think too, as a specifically as a TV writer, because um, there are so many brains involved, many cooks in the kitchen, as they say, and ultimately you know, your job is to provide a product for, you know, either your showrunner who's the head writer and, you know, the networks, the type of show that they brought. And so it, it very much is a job of like, um, you know, you get notes on all of your drafts. So it's, it's, it, there is a, an art to figuring out how to take notes and decipher notes and re rewrite, 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 you know? So it's, right. it, it, uh, that requires a certain type of thick skin mm -hmm. because um, you're just you're constantly given notes which in other industries we don't use the word so much but um, you know your, your your work is criticized every day um, mm -hmm. so you know that's something but you know you have to again you have to look at it in a different type of light and right. that obviously the, no the notes are coming from a place of this person obviously thinks that this note is going to make it better, you know? So, right. you know, there's, you have to like put your ego aside and, you know, it's a very, very collaborative process, right? which is, which is so great. And it's given me so many life lessons as well. And as well, it's taught mm -hmm. me how to have a lot of conversations, um, and not, you know, I think people, especially, a lot of people are afraid of like confrontation or what they perceive to be confrontation when really the discussion is just a discussion. Um, and you don't have to agree on everything just to have like a, a calm discussion about something. Um, yeah. That's a great point. That is a great point because we tend to take even um, constructive criticism to a negative place and sure, and yeah. then it can damage your self-esteem and damage the way that you are going to deal with somebody later on right mm -hmm. so you're in a pretty tough field that <laughs> has given you yeah. I, again it's given you that opportunity to be yeah. able to in the beginning of your career was that was that that as easy no no <laughs> i really felt like um and I had to learn to take, you know, the validation and the criticism and put them both in the same box, you know, because I felt like I would have um, these reactions that were like extreme in both instances where like I would cry, you know, at home after I'd get like notes sometimes or I'd be like so elated to, to a point of like happy tears because, you know, my work was validated, but you know, um so that that was a dangerous place to live in i feel and it's still hard it's still hard to um control that i mean you know it's like anything in life right somebody's like giving you compliments constantly i'm sure it's going to make you feel good and then if someone's like throwing you know negative um comments your way like that's that's obviously right. gonna affect you too and it's like a matter of like of of you know not really so much a shield but i think a deep understanding of like your own beliefs your own opinions you know understanding that 
other people are entitled to their own beliefs and opinions um, right. and learning how to have a, a conversation about it, which I feel is like really important nowadays because I feel like the world is becoming like so divided on topic mm. um, and where we're only, we're only like hanging out with people who agree with all of the things mm-hmm. we believe or value. And I think that that's really dangerous too. Um, agree. That's actually a really great point to bring up. Mm-hmm. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. So go out and talk to somebody that you totally did, that you totally are on different sides of the park with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with, it, with, the, with the with the understanding that you can, you know, we can all we can agree to disagree. You and I don't have to have the same um, ideas about something. 100%. We can still be friends. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it has. It's you know this the current times have broken up a lot of friendships, families even. Yeah. And that's sad. And that's for me, that's communication. That's a communication thing, a hundred percent, right? That yeah. Nothing's all my way or no way. We can't yeah. live like that. I see that Catalina asked the question, how do you take the emotions out of it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I don't think that that's always even possible. I mean, I know for me, like there are definitely conversations I've had where my pulse is rising, I feel uncomfortable, but I think, you know, that's when you know that maybe you're digging a bit deeper and and I don't know, maybe it's just okay to be like, um, like I'm feeling emotional about this. I need it, you know, I just want to put that out there to air, you know, or I don't know, like um, I think that certain topics, especially, um, how do you take, how do you take emotions out of things, right? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's like, depending on what you're talking about, obviously too, it's, um, well, I think there's a difference between feeling emotional and acting out emotionally, mm-hmm. taking that emotion and now translating it into your actions. Mm-hmm. You have to put a step in between really, I guess. Right. Yeah. Like anytime that you're going to feel con- like there's a bit of a confrontation, it makes your body's naturally reacting. That's there's no stopping that, but you can stop in reacting to it in a in a way that's not going to be beneficial for anybody. Yeah, I think, and I think there's a certain amount of like, um, you know, examine examining why you are feeling defensive or why you're, this is bringing up emotions. Um, and often or not, it might not even have anything to do with um, you, you know, <laughs> you or the other person, or like, like how many couples fight about like the most mundane things, right? <laughs> nothing to do with the dishes or the not making the bed or all that other like, you know, all that crap. Like when really, you know, it's really often about like not feeling seen or heard or. Right. Like, like you have a voice or um yeah perfect so where can people find you katrina i mean literally or figuratively (laughs) so if they want to check out who you are what work you've done maybe some of the films you've worked on where can people find you on that nasty social media i know um all of my handles are my full name, Katrina Savelle, and I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Um, 
And then, yeah, from there you could look me up. Uh, I'm on Vimeo too, which is where, you know, my short films are and stuff. So yeah, those are the, the main places I would say. Perfect. Inter um, and we'll have her, all of her handles in the, in the notes at, down below. Uh, I'm going to pass you. It was so nice to chat with you. I I need to make a phone call to you after. Yeah, <laughs> we've got to catch up. <laughs> I'm going to hand you over to Hazel to uh, give it so she can throw some rapid fire questions at you. Oh dear. Uh, I'm <laughs> Ask me what my favorite cereal is. That's it. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Catalina oh. said thank you for your insight. It was great. You're uh, so welcome, Kat. Yeah, I hope so. I don't know. I don't know why <laughs> my emotions get tangled and everything. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. Perfectly okay. That's one of the things I love most about you, actually. Mm, thanks, Wendy. <laughs> oh, I miss you. <laughs> okay, so um, we like to ask rapid fire questions to wrap up our interviews. And the first one is, what is one strategy that you would recommend to a woman who is currently experiencing an interruption in her life? Um, surround yourself with love. Mm, that I can love be, that. You know, friendship or family or, yeah, people who you feel safe with. It's really good. That's, yeah, it's very important. Mm -hmm. And who is someone that inspires you? Oh, rapid fire question. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, Rilke, who is a poet and writer, and I guess came to mind because um, I'm constantly reading um, over and over again, like letters to a young poet. Um, and it just has like a lot of sort of beautiful, inspirational, like life lessons in this very poetic way. Um, so yeah. Nice. Nice. And what is a non-negotiable in your life? Mm. Uh, any type of violence? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Emotional, physical, like, yeah. With, with me or anybody in there that I love, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Animals. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No. That makes good. total sense. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And last but not least, where is your favorite place to travel to? Namibia. Yeah. Oh, where is that? That is um, in, do you know where South Africa is? At the very bottom of Africa. And it's just to, to a little bit north um, west of South Africa. Um, and it's, it is a, a gorgeous country. Um, and it's, it's, I think it's one of the only, it's the only place or one of the only places on earth where, um, the desert meets the ocean, which, oh, wow. which causes some like, you know, beautiful misty sand dunes to like walk up and yeah, it's very, I don't know. I almost feel like, um, if there, you know, if there is a God, like this was, her like canvas for art because just even like the stone structures and the sand dunes and the ocean and the wildlife and you know it's it's just a really gorgeous inspirational country oh wow well yeah just look just like google image namibia 
Yeah, we do need to go there, Kat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went there and I was like super um, fortunate to travel there in 2018. Um, and I volunteered on an animal sanctuary. Um, so I was you know, living in a tent uh, in like the African bush, just taking care of like baboons and like cheetahs. And anyways, it was, it was wild. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Big Girl Interrupted is excited to present to you the Health and Wellness Hub. What is the Health and Wellness Hub? It is a virtual space where we have collaborated with entrepreneurs, sponsors to help you become uninterrupted in your mind, body, and soul. Our first presenting collaboration is with Alicia from Leesletics, who will be offering Sundays at 1030, a replenish, stretch, and affirmations class. Then we have on Monday at 7.30, a Jook and Jabs, which is a, a boxing soca class. And on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. with Wendy and Hazel, you have a virtual walk for about 30 minutes. You don't want to miss it. Click the link in the show notes for all the details. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode of What's Interrupting Your Life podcast. It's always a reassuring feeling to know that you are not alone in your journey of interruptions in your life. It is so powerful to hear other women's stories. There is no shame in asking for help when you need it. If you are ready to kickstart your journey to becoming uninterrupted, then click the link in the show notes to book a discovery call with Wendy or myself, Hazel. We have over 30 years experience in the social service field and helping women to really understand what it means to live a life as your true authentic self. So don't hesitate to reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Once again, thank you for joining us. Every Friday, we release a new episode that you don't want to miss. So subscribe to our podcast. And of course, we know that you know someone who would benefit from today's topic. So be sure to share it with them. We would love and appreciate it if you would tell everyone on Instagram by screenshotting our profile picture and tagging us at Big Girl Interrupted. And don't forget to leave us a comment and hit subscribe. Remember, you are enough.